Hello, Spartans. Welcome to this episode of Voices of the Valley, a podcast featuring various students and staff from Pleasant Valley talking about all things PV. We're your hosts of this episode, Ellie Samet and Hannah McVeigh. And our guests today are Josie Case and Sophia Foad. Today we'll be talking about the hardships in women's sports and how to persevere through them. I am a junior and I've been running cross country and track for five years um, in both junior high and high school. I am a senior and I transferred to Pleasant Valley my freshman year and I started running cross country and track and ever since then the rest is history. Tell me about some general hardships you guys have faced as athletes in high school. So being female, you obviously already have a lot more hardships than the male athlete, just because as a female, your body grows so much differently. And you might have your best season your freshman and sophomore year just because you're petite and you're strong too. But the more you grow up and hit puberty and stuff a lot changes so mentally and physically this is a huge challenge for women and women in sports especially and going off of that it can be really degrading to watch yourself get slower over the years even though it might be what you need at that time just being in the moment and like trying to work so hard every day at practice but not getting the results that you expect during meets it can be really degrading for athletes I can see how that can be degrading. Yeah. Can you guys tell us a little bit about your personal stories of how you developed over the years? So my sophomore year, I was a very good athlete and I went to state as a sophomore and I ended up placing 14th overall in the state. And in the moment, I didn't really realize how much of a honor that was or a success because it kind of came naturally just because I felt like I was training for what I was doing and I just felt good. But then moving on to junior year and senior year, trying to do the same exact things that I was doing sophomore year and it not paying off and me not being able to see the results was really degrading. And it turned more into a mental aspect than it was physical at that point. So just not being able to like compare myself to where I was sophomore year was really hard for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, similar to Josie. So I started running in seventh grade and I really had this linear progression with my running all the way up until my sophomore year. And then after my sophomore year cross country season, I had one of the best seasons of my life and I was running faster than I ever had before. But then after that, I got a navicular stress fracture, so I was out on crutches for a couple months. And coming back from that was really difficult for me because I just felt like I didn't really have the motivation to train anymore after what happened to me. So this junior season was definitely a struggle because I wasn't where I was at last year, which was hard to um, continue pushing through every day at practice. But Mm -hmm. I still really enjoyed, like, the people that I was around. So I'm so glad that I did the sport this year. How have comparisons in sports affected you as an athlete mentally and physically? I think comparing yourself in sports is one of the hardest things to 
like steer Mm -hmm. away from because um for me the worst part is comparing myself to my previous self and um it's hard at practice to like know that I'm doing all the same workouts that I was doing last year but no matter how hard I try like my times just got slower and that's normal to have a little dip in your training but it's hard to compare yourself to your previous self and wondering like why you're not where you were last year yeah, yeah. you're right it's normal but and that's really because sometimes yeah sometimes it's just what's necessary yeah running plateaus can be affecting your mental health a lot I just felt like mentally, like, when you don't see that you're getting better and you don't see, like, change, it's really hard to keep wanting to do the same workouts and the same process because you're not seeing any change. You're not getting anything out of it. Mm -hmm. And to also go along with this topic, um, in cross-country, it's a big thing that times are also based on rankings so rankings basically are they rank the top girls in the state um one through 30th and if you're not in the top 30 they don't really care about you so it's like really mentally challenging because not my sophomore year like I was talking about before I went into the state um course and I was ranked like 25th and I ended up 14th. So obviously rankings don't really matter that much, but when you go into the season, they have preseason rankings. So going into my junior year, I was ranked like 8th or ninth, And when I kept seeing myself fall back to like instead of 8th or ninth, then the chart, I f- yeah. fell back to like 16th, and then I fell back to like 27th, and then I wasn't even on. So just having each race – be a race that you feel like you need to prove yourself not only to yourself but to your parents to the state to your teammates to the coaches to other parents to it's just really difficult because it almost feels like we have so much against us when we're trying to do the same things that we did when we had our best season you know so it's really difficult I feel like it can be hard to trust when you're seeing the wrong results I feel like it can be hard to trust your coaches yourself your teammates because they're telling you the right things but it's hard to believe what they're saying is true because you're not seeing the results you want yeah and if you're not confident as yourself as an athlete and you kind of don't really know like what you're really like doing because you just kind of feel lost because you're not seeing results it can be really really difficult Mm -hmm. I feel like running it can be so hit hit or miss and like the inconsistency like doesn't really define you as an athlete but like that can really take a toll on your mental like aspect of the sport so kind of this kind of trails back into our next question but how have race results frustrations affected your connection with the sport For me, uh, so I come from a family of runners, and I'm the oldest of four siblings, so I really wanted to, like, continue having this linear progression throughout high school to show my siblings, like, and be kind of a role model for them within the sport of running and cross-country and track, but um, obviously that's not very, like, rational. Like, you're going to definitely have seasons where you're taking a dip some years, which is okay, but it was hard for me because I really just wanted to, like, be a role model to my siblings but I think that I learned this year that times don't directly affect you and like um your like athletic status but it's how you persevere through them so I think that that's kind of what we focused on this year and Mm -hmm. 
I was still able to run with my siblings, which I always love being able to do that. Yeah, Sophia, I totally understand that. I feel like the pressure of running and getting a good time can really put a lot of weight on your shoulders. Um, anyways, trailing back to your guys' personal experiences with running, um, I remember last year, Sophia, you collapsed at state, and Josie, you came and helped her up, and you guys crossed the finish line together. Kind of talk about that and talk about the rules of cross country and how that kind of correlates together. Many of you might not know this, but in cross country, if you touch your own teammate, you are disqualified. So me grabbing Sophia and trying to get her to the finish line created it so that we were both disqualified and um, we both were not able to score for our team. So how scoring works basically is you want the lowest score. It's kind of like in golf. And without Sophia and I's score, um, our team really wasn't able to get the placing that they needed. Yeah, so going back to the rankings part, we were ranked second going into state last year, and we had really high hopes that we were going to be able to take home the championship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But since Josie and I both didn't score, we ended up getting six, so that was really a detrimental effect to our team. But I think that yeah. the lesson that we both learned and, like, the lesson of learning about how your teammates are there for you was more important than any trophy you could get. And running is – or. Not running, but like relationships within the sport of running is more important than running itself. Like personally for Sophia and I, we both go out for the sport to meet new people and enjoy our time and, and meet, f like have friendships and memories that yeah. will last a lifetime. <clears throat> and so like I thought personally, like picking Sophia up, like that was way more important than a trophy. Yeah. As long yeah. as I knew that Sophia was okay and that we would finish together, that was way more important than a trophy. Yeah, I think that's a big difference in women's and men's sports. There's definitely definitely friendships in men's sports, but I think the connection in women's sports is much, it's on a deeper level. And yeah. so I think that even though there's hardships in female sports, I think that really is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. to expand on that, like I think that the reason that female athletes have such a deeper connection within the sport is because we know the hardships and struggles that we go through on a daily basis and we go through them together yeah, yeah. we all go yeah. through them together and we're there at practice every day together like pushing each other to be the best where yeah. and like male athletes they do have struggles but you know they don't have a monthly menstrual cycles or like yeah. deeper emotional connections to the sport <clears throat> so it just develops deeper relationships and to go along with you, Sophia, <clears throat> guys get stronger throughout their high school career as women tend to get slower just because of puberty, like we've talked about before. And so when you meet a guy, <clears throat> the first thing they're going to say is, what's your time? Like, let's have a race, whatever. And yeah. it's so mentally, like, you can't compare that. Yeah, yeah, you can't compare that at all because, of course, men are going to be faster. I mean, I hope you're faster. Like... <laughs> Your guy, <laughs> but yeah. it's just hard. It's just really hard. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, like through the ages, like fourteen to eighteen, while we're in high school, I think, yeah, men like we were saying definitely they see grow. a so grow. Different. Yeah, they're definitely having this progression where women are trying to figure out their bodies and like basically trying to run against their bodies while they're trying to change for the better. And so it's really just trying to figure out where you're at right now and what type of training style is going to work best for you yeah and also running 
for a woman body is really difficult because you might run way too much and then you're not growing your body just stops growing at some point so then you have to kind of take a step back and you have to kind of stop running and doing your sport just so that you begin to get on a cycle again because it's not healthy if you're not on one but then if you're on one and running it's really difficult and then if you run too much then you're not on one so you just can't do it right as a woman it almost feels like you can't do anything right yeah it's really difficult and you really like it's hard to think about it now but the like what you're doing to your body now is going to have effects on your future like whether or not you can have kids or yeah. Like it's gonna have really big effects in your future too. So keeping that in mind is also very important. Yeah. And like in your future, if you run so much now, you might not want to be active at all when you're older. Like yeah. it's just really difficult. Your bones. So much feels like you It'll can't do brittle. anything right. You'll be brittle. <laughs> um, if you guys want to hear more about Josie and Sophia's state story, go check out my article on SpartanShield.org. Thank you. Thanks for having us. That's all we have for this episode of Voices of the Valley. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast because these halls have so much more to say. Thanks for listening. Thank Thank you. you.